Secrets from a Coach. Thrive and maximise in revolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green and Laura Thompson. Ah, oh, Debs, hello. Hi, Laura. How are you doing? Yeah, really good, thank you. So buzzing after webinar 30, where our Lynn's joined us for, um, uh, hi guys, um, rapport and connection despite the distance. Um, so what I just thought would be really interesting to grab from you is some real practicals. So um, I guess give us a bit of a lowdown in terms of confessions from a coach. What have been some of the key themes that people have said to you in terms of how they're feeling about returning into work or keeping in contact with their team? Yeah, um, so there's mixed actually. Some people are really, really looking forward to um, getting back into the mix and working with their teams um, and others aren't. Um, and it, when you explore that a little bit more with people, it's that bit that says, so what is it that you're not looking forward to? And it's this feeling of... Um, my desk might not be there. I might have changed where I'm sitting. Um, will the same people be in the same bubble as me or in the same spaces that they were before? How do I book a meeting room when I don't know all the protocols? So there is all these practical things that um, I think people need to have an understanding of that enables them to um, feel safe and secure going back into the workplace. Um, and there's also, I think, um, a bit of an acknowledgement, Laura, about um, it will be different because everything is different. So, and that's okay. But if helping people talk um, and sort of share what they're thinking, how they're feeling, I think is what's going to be really important. So, you know, creating that space where they can just have a chat and meet other people and and see them, I suppose, see people, um, but, but know what the rules are. It's like the unwritten rules, isn't it, really, around um, uh, can I come and close to you am I allowed to make you a cup of tea or a cup of coffee so it's all that how do we work around here now so it's all the unwritten rules um, about this is what we do how we do it so that people feel that they um, have a sense of belonging and a sense of um, understanding that yeah all right it's good to be back so yeah and some people just don't want to go back Laura Mm. some people are quite happy um, working at home they've got their routine um, they are they know what they're doing they don't mind going back for a bit of a social maybe or um you know connecting with the team and um, just so they have got that connection but people are actually quite enjoying having the freedom to work um in the hours they've got in their own home with their own comforts um yeah and just feeling like safe as i say it's the safety element it's the safe and secure feeling um that that they've got while they're at home really yeah. And in your experiences, is this across genders? Is this across ages, levels of seniority? Is this, are you picking this up from all um, types yeah. of people? I think, yes, I think, yes and no. There's industries that are um, getting back to work. So the senior people of, say, um, some industries that are very customer facing, um, um, very practical, want to go back and get it sorted. They want to be in the office and they want to be leading from the front and they want to be seen to be doing the right thing. Um, and so I think um, a big sweeping statement, it's some of the more um, sort of customer salesy, um, where they can't meet their customers face to face, but they, um, you know, they're quite happy to do it over Zoom. 
Whereas I said those that are very practical, fate front line, if you like, are quite keen to get back in in the mix of it. And some of the um, COOs or CEOs that I've been working with as well, um, they really enjoy the fact that they can maybe go in, leave from the front, um, be visible at the office, um, and then come home and have a balance. So they've created what I would say um, a, a bit more of a balance. So there's a bit of a mix of being at home working but also being able to go into the office space or the environment that they're working in to mm. show people that, you know, it, it's okay or they're there. They want to help support and be visible and be around for people. I think that's mm. what I've noticed as well. Yeah. And there's no change in gender or stuff like that. It's just, you know, it, it doesn't seem to discriminate against one or the other. It just is. It's worth, I think it's to do with how people feel um, and what they're getting used to, I suppose, as well, Law. Yeah. Um, I thought it would be a really interesting question to ask. So I know that you've been um, coaching and supporting people who've maybe been made redundant and finding new work. So um, funny enough, just got off a call with someone who's three and a half months into a pretty senior big role that they've got. And I just think what a fascinating time to join a brand new team or industry. So what would be some things that you think might help someone who is either returning to furlough after a long time next week or who has joined a new business as a new starter potentially there's going to be some face-to-face coming into an office coming up soon what would be your uh, practical advice for someone to get their head in gear for a first step onto the premises yeah I think it's that um if you need to do a bit of a dummy run of it then do it if you need to um I think it's all down to the preparation like everything else it's the planning of it so if you if you're not sure what time your trains are now running because the train timetables are still not full um then you know be practical about it and find out you know do I need to go and get my ticket the day before um you know or can I get it on the day and then um having traveled into London a couple of times now the um the system has changed it's not normal it's not what it was so to feel familiar again you know maybe do a dummy run and give it a go um so so you if you have to get on the bus again when you haven't done that for a while and you're a bit nervous about it um then maybe take a smaller journey um when you're doing it in your own time and I think you feel more um, secure and not having to have the pressure of, oh my God, I've got to get into work at half past nine and I don't know and I'm going to get delayed. So you slow your thoughts down, I suppose, and not rush through into things. So the more prepared and planned you can be, um, the better it will be on the actual day um, that you turn up, have to turn up for work. Um, and just, just be, I mean, find out, I mean, I would reach out if I was um, somebody going back, I'd reach out to the people and find out who is in the office on that day. I mean, some offices are operating a, like a rotor basis timetable. So, you know, find out who is the office manager say that's coordinating that drop them an email, pick up the phone and talk to them and say, you know, I'm coming back into work. You know, what's it like? Who's in? Can I find that out? That type of thing. And just have a conversation. They're still your colleagues. Yeah. You just might not have seen them for a while. Fascinating, isn't it? Because I could have smashed it out of the park on a yesterday global Zoom where I've delivered a really fantastic presentation at a board meeting. And yet, actually, at half past eight the next morning, I'm, I'm feeling like a junior again. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because my typical commute that I was doing back in February no longer exists. But yeah. you know, I, mean, I just think that's so interesting to have to be a total learner again about some of the basic stuff of physically getting into work because 
however many months you legally might not have been allowed to or culturally that just wasn't happening sort of yeah. within your team yeah, um yes. so um I know um you, both of us especially you've been working with a client who had one part of their business has been subject to local lockdown yeah. The others have then been able to come and go as they please in maybe a central London office. So any thoughts, just as a final bit for anyone who is the furloughed part, feeling like the withered part of that bunch of grapes, <laughs> where <laughs> there might be an imbalance between part of the team were able to get together and still have a beer on a Thursday night and the other half may be subject to local lockdown or individual requirements are at home. So just any thoughts from practical things that you've seen that help transcend that potential barrier between the in-room and the out-room colleagues? Yeah, I think, um, to be fair, the people that I'm working with on that, they've worked really hard, um, both as a team and individuals, to include, make sure there is an inclusion. Um, And they've been very mindful, I suppose, of that. And I think that's the bit around just um, taking a moment and thinking and putting yourself in somebody else's shoes, I think is really important and going, okay, so what might they be thinking? How might they be feeling about coming back to work? You know, I've been in work, so I might be part of that in crowd, if you like. So if I know that I've got somebody coming back, then actually what can I do to help that transition for them? Um, Because I can, Um, And if we care about our fellow team members, then, you know, we could go out of our way to just, you know, say welcome back, drop them an email. Uh, Again, pick up the phone. I think the phone is the best thing to have that contact with them. Or, you know, if you're going to voice note them, you know, do a voice note message and say, looking forward to having you back in the group. And and so, yeah, because it's not, you know, it's not taking away from the fact that there's a you and a me. It's actually how do we get back to together again? And, you know, and it's it's just caring, I think, about people. I think yeah. that's what it is. Put myself in their shoes. And if I care, then I'm going to make it as comfortable, as smooth as I can be. Um, and what I found is people that have done that or have been maybe nervous, but they've gone in and found their team have got them ready. Um they just went, oh, my God, it was like I've never been away. And I think oh. that's the feeling you want to create is that sense of I've never been away from here. And actually, I don't know what I was worrying about because actually it felt normal to be back and they loved being back in the office again. And it's made a massive difference to their well-being and resilience as well to know that they're wanted. I think that's it and appreciated and and that recognition to find a new person, if you're like, oh, my God, you're back in the office type thing. Nice to see you. Um, and I know one particular client who I met last week said it took her about four hours to get around seeing people and having conversations. So that social element is what people have been missing. And they go, you know, talking about how's lockdown for you. And, you know, so it took her about three or four hours before she could actually get around and do some work. But um, she said it was the best thing ever. It was the best, and she couldn't wait to come back, which is oh, what you want, isn't it? Wow, lovely. Um, yeah. This is a final kind of bit. It's reminded me of the um, the webinar, uh, one of the early ones we did in series six about teamship. Because yes. of course you might have an unusual, well, it might have been a scenario where the, the, the formal line manager is not coming in, but other yeah. team members are. So the line manager might not be the person who is the most familiar with the physical layout of the office. It might be the team having to step up and step in yeah. and help kind of, you know, look after that. Um, so it's nothing to do really with seniority. It's familiarity, really, that is yeah. 
potentially you know some information that might help bring on someone else and that might not naturally be the the leader whereas typically in the old world the leader would have known what was ahead more you know and then sort of their role would have been to cascade it but actually if if you as the boss haven't been in for seven months then um your newest person in might know more about the office layout (laughs) you might because they're the person that stepped in and I think that's having that realization to to let them know that and go well why don't you speak to you know joe's been in you know all the way through you have a conversation with them and 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 i think also the thing that made me smile today i was talking to somebody just quickly was that bit that said the normal coffee shop that they went to is no longer open so there was a hunt coffee shop which was quite funny but they did it as a bit of a a bit of a game where they um, went out as a team of people to hunt the coffee shop that was open so then they could let people know on their teams or on their like weekly communication that the coffee shops that are open near us are so they listed them, which, you know, we all have a coffee in the morning, right? So at least we know where we're going now. So that was quite funny. So oh, love it. That was a good one. So, um, as always, Deb, you're so fab at a final wrap-up bit of practical advice. So if there's one little exercise that you think might be worth someone investing a little bit of time to get their head in the game for maybe something they're a little bit nervous about physically going into the office in a couple yeah. of days' time, what might that one exercise be? I think take a moment, get yourself ready. It's a bit like packing your new school bag when you've got, make sure you've got everything you want. Make sure you know where your bag is. Um, And then just put the things in your bag that you would have done back in February. Like, have I got my purse? You know, do I have my pass? You know, do I have my notebook and a pen? And have I got my hand sanitizer? So I would run through like a bit of a, a packing checklist to know that my bag that I'm taking with me to work is ready, which means I'll be ready as well. Oh, I love it. Oh, Debs. Well, as always, time with you makes me feel ready to face anything. So um, uh, thank you so much. What an, uh, another fascinating topic in this amazing, unprecedented situation that we all find ourselves in. Yeah. So uh, that was the end of our second episode, um, which is uh, Connection and Rapport Despite the Distance. So um, have a fab evening. Speak to you the next one. Love and you. And you, Laura. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Secrets from a Coach. Brought to you by Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson of Phenomenal Training. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at info at wishfish.org.uk.